Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. What's up, Fan Bros? This is Chico Leo coming at you with uh, another Fan Bros special delivery. Uh, before we get into uh, this weekend's TV, just wanted to let you know we got a big, big week ahead of us. Tuesday, we'll be hosting our first live podcast from Bergen Comics. Come by if you're anywhere in the hemisphere, in the area. Um, We're going to have all kinds of luminaries, special guests. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Anyone who's anyone will be there. Or so I'm told. And uh, obviously this week is uh, New York Comic Con. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Fambros will be there the entire time. Roaming. Posting, covering, cosplaying, buying kilts. You'll be able to find us. We're going to have a couple of meetups. And Thursday night, Fambros is uh, hosting a Comic-Con party. You definitely want to come check out. So uh, go to Fambros.com. Find out where where and when all the festivities are. And uh, I guess let's get into uh, this weekend's TV. We got... Um, we got a, a season finale, a season premiere, and uh, a halfway through Boardwalk Empire. So let's jump into it. So the strain ended its first season tonight uh, with I want you know it started off the episode started off dope. Um, I think they write the bad guys better than the good guys, but um, it pretty much went to hell pretty quickly. Basically, our heroes did confront the master, um, but when uh, the Russian exterminator had three sticks of dynamite, instead of saving one or two to use on the master, he flung them all at some minions who were already being barred back by uh, by some sunlight. So he wasted his dynamite, so he didn't have it when they confronted the master. And then when F and uh, Sarkazian or Circanian or whatever had the master like on the ropes instead of just stabbing him you know the old man raised his sword and then started to make a whole speech about all that is the name of holy and this and that giving the master time to get away so the master got away so we're basically where we were at you know uh pretty much eight episodes ago we did learn in fact that Gus is Mexican which um I don't know. The dude playing him doesn't look Mexican. The part of town that he lives in isn't, you know, particularly Mexican. In fact, it's a part of town that Puerto Ricans and Dominicans have been living in since, you know, the time of Boardwalk Empire or shortly after that. Um, But, you know, whatever. Um, So, yeah, F kills his zombie, his ex-wife who's been zombified. Um, The hacker has been drinking vodka but seems to have um, perfect aim with a pistol when called upon. I'll tell you, at least Walking Dead had a lot of scenes of people learning how to use weapons. In the strain world, everybody is an expert shot with a firearm. Um, I don't know. You know, I got to be honest with you. Between the strain and last year's Pacific Rim, I have actually reevaluating Guillermo del Toro. Like he's lowered pretty much a full tier for me. Um, uh, 
So I don't know. I won't be. I probably yeah. I won't be watching the strain the second season. Uh, Fambros might might be covering it. Um, I got there's just too much TV out there. Um, you know, I went into it. I wanted to like it. I didn't like the pilot. I thought it showed some moments mid first season. I mean, mid throughout the season. But I think like sort of poor decision making, poor acting, poor writing, poor directing. Um, poor wigs on F, poor eyebrows on the Russian dude, poor accent on the Russian dude. I think the obvious non-New York settings, like it just wasn't the 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 fact that the Gus storyline never really tied into anything else. Uh, the fact that he was a bit of a caricature. Um, I don't know. I you know I thought that the creature effects were really dope. I thought there was some good spooky uh suspenseful stuff i thought there were some sequences that were staged pretty well i did not think the, any of the final stuff tonight was staged very well it didn't it didn't feel like you know a big finale to me um so yeah i uh i'm i you know i do think the strain you know happens to have the luck of being timely in the sense of who knows what's going to happen you know, with Ebola and all the other hemorrhagic fevers raging around the world between now and uh, season two of The Strain. But since Ebola has only a 70% more, uh, mortality rate, at least 30% of us will be back to watch The Strain next season. Um, so, you know, one thing ends, a new begins. Um, I watched the premiere, the pilot, of Star Wars Rebels and I was really impressed. I thought it was better than the pilot for the Clone Wars. I enjoyed the Clone Wars. I thought that sixth season they released on Netflix was the worst season um of Clone Wars in 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 total. Um but uh I I highly recommend for definitely any Star Wars fans, but any Star Trek fans, just any sci-fi fans to check out Star Wars Rebels on uh the Disney Channel. Um, it, it, it is, uh, I, I, I thought it was really good. And frankly, if the show is as good as the pilot, I, I, you know, I, I, I think it'll be better than the, the JJ Abrams movie. Um, not even that. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, uh, I, I, I thought it, it laid the groundwork for a lot of good potential stories to come. Uh, the you and it was just good, you know, good, good to see, uh, you know, this is the first thing Star Wars thing we've seen since Star Wars went over to Disney since, you know, Disney purchased the property from Lucasfilm. So um, definitely a good sign. There's some tie ins with Clone Wars, definite tie ins with the movies. This one takes place after Clone Wars. It takes place between the second and third movies. The Empire has definitely taken control, uh, or maybe it even takes place a a between after the third, yeah, after the third movie and before A New Hope. Um, but uh, thumbs up! I uh, I'm definitely going to be watching that, and um, you should too. And again, you know, I I kind of feel like this whole Star Trek Star Wars thing. It doesn't have to be an either or. You can be a fan of both. I consider myself to be a fan of both. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of like the whole Biggie, Tupac, Rolling Stones, Beatles. You know, you can like both. It's fine. Um, anyway, so check that out. Um, and uh, that just started up. I'm sure it'll be playing again on the Disney Channel where they got some kind of online thing that you can, wa you can watch it. 
And I'm assuming it's going to be like Clone Wars in that it's going to be, they're going to be standalone episodes, but that there'll be a through line throughout the season, which is nice giving it, you know, it just giving it, it has a real epic scope the way Clone Wars did. And that brings us to uh, Boardwalk Empire, the King of Norway, which is the title of the episode. And also I'm assuming the subject of the picture in uh, Nelson Van Alden's house that uh, he built from a kit from Sears and Roebuck that Eli Thompson was looking at while he was having sex with Nelson's wife. Um, I really actually enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a big pickup from last week. I actually really liked the um, the flashbacks with an adult, a young adult Nucky. Um, the dude that got to cast him looks exactly like um, Steve Buscemi. I checked to see if it was like his son or something. It's not, but I don't even know if the dude had like prosthetic teeth or anything, but uh, he looked and sounded like Nucky. And I thought the the flashbacks worked really well. Um, There was definitely a lot of doubling going on with like sort of family stuff Um, that that worked really well. I thought there was uh, some really good. I thought there was a scene between Chalky and Nucky that was fantastic. The acting was really good, and then I thought there was uh, a couple of scenes between Nelson Van Alden and Eli, Nucky's brother, that I thought were really dope. Um, Definitely, you know, moving things forward, uh, there's definitely going to be several wars about to to, uh, kick off. The uh, Chicago authorities or the federal government seems to be closing in on Al Capone. In his IRS, you know, with their IRS case, and they've sort of, you know, written Eli and and Nelson Van Alden in. Um, And Chalky is, you know, Chalky is like a a character out of a noir thing. I mean, he shows up out of the past. No one's seen him. And he's looking for revenge. His family doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And he goes off to Dr. Narcisse's brothel. To assassinate him. And uh, lo and behold, he finds daughter Maitland. His uh, his femme fatale from the past, out of the past. So uh, that ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought, you know, last week was a little bit of a snooze fest. I didn't dislike it as much as DJ Benjamin. But um, I definitely thought this week picked up. So, um, yeah, there's only three episodes left to go before Boardwalk Empire enters the uh, sort of, you know, the books close on it. Um, And uh, I know Homeland is starting up again. Um, I got to be honest with you, that was a show I thought had a sensational first season. And I thought each season after it, um, it sort of lost a bit of steam. I'm definitely going to watch it. I think Claire Danes is dope. I think uh, Mandy Patinkin's dope. I think the dude who plays like the CIA hitman is dope. But um, I don't know. The show never really seemed to find itself after. It didn't really know what it was. And there was a center that was really off balance. So I don't know if we'll be talking about that. Um, you know, somewhere some some people will be talking about it. I'm going to check it out. I guess we'll... Uh, let you know what we think. Um, and uh, don't forget, Tuesday live show at Bergen Comics. And uh, Thursday night, Fan Bros Party. 
Go to fanbros.com. Check out for all the info. Check us out on Twitter at Fanbros Show. And uh, I think that's it for this for the beginning of this crazy week. Peace out.